Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. It's been a hell of a day, huh? For real. <laughs> fuck, yeah. fuck this Thursday. Oh, man. Shit. Can we start over? Man, I'll tell you what. I don't want to do it over. I didn't lose today, and I'm going to tell you just one simple reason why. Disclaimer. I, I, oh, yes. Oh, uh, let me start off with, hey, this is the opinion of Carlos. Not the opinion of the Rescue Company One or anybody that hires the Rescue Company One or the most amazing and wonderful, <clears throat> gorgeous, and happy Hanukkah to him, <laughs> Dr. Benjamin Apple. Is it still Hanukkah? I, I don't know. Is it how many? Isn't it like 20 days of Hanukkah? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, but hey, uh, happy Kwanzaa. There's lots of amazing nights. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa to them. And that, yeah, that is Harley out here, like sharing her gases <laughs> with everybody. And it's not her opinion either. Not the opinion of Patricio. Not in mine at all. And hello, baby. Hi, baby. You're beautiful. I've you missed day. you. I've missed you all day, too. And then Jet Black, Amanda. <laughs> Are we going to start calling her Jet? I love it. Oh, Can no. we call you Joan Jet? Well, little rock and roll. <laughs> so, rock and roll. all that. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at Bizarro Amanda now. You know how uh, Yeah, Bizarro World. Yeah. yeah. Like the bad My Superman. Alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I do. Like this, I simply like I, I feel like this Amanda will be a lot meaner I than was, all the, the other Amanda. I thought it was like a, <laughs> You I, might want to buckle up then. I, I thought it was a badass biker chick in the office when I walked in this morning. I'm like, what the fuck's in here? Ma'am, get out of here. There's no meth in here. And uh yeah, so you know, uh, it's not the opinion, but hey, man, it's been a fucking hell of a day. I did not lose today because I didn't have to suck one. Hey, Amen. Hey, uh, 41 years, still winning. Still well, good winning. For you. I'm, I am O for O. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know, we do have to uh, issue a little bit of an apology uh, from some, <laughs> some stuff that happened. Is it something funny for you? Yeah, Rob says, hey, hello, Carlos, Hippo, Amanda, and, Amanda, and Rocky. Hello. Oh, and Trish. Oh. And the hippo's not even here. I know, I know right? He is. A, is that the cop? Yeah. yeah. That dude is a bad, horrible cop. <laughs> like, he can't even assess the scene. Like, he already he missed one whole person. Horrible <laughs> and, witness. And forgot about me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> uh, so, stuff went up on the. On I could have uh, used you yesterday, Rob. Boy, sure. Say, Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll proceed then. Proceed, Barbara. So, we had a podcast last week where we were talking about the situation with the toys and stuff like that. You know, and and and, and uh, I minced it. God, what are you saying? What are you laughing about? Okay, so like right off the bat, two minutes. You said toys. I was thinking of different kinds of toys. Oh, I'm sure. I'm oh, put some of those in here later. So we last week had the 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 uh, Lake County toy. Uh, drive and stuff like that. It's, mm -hmm. uh, there's some complications with it, and you know, not mentioned. We only have one side of the story. Yeah, we don't have everything. Yeah, and then we we put up a post today, and it is just basically, you know, we we put up things not to insult people and anything in any in any way. It's more than just you know we poke fun. Sometimes our mode of fun uh, is <laughs> found very yeah. funny. No, and and, uh, and you know, when that happens and we, and if we hurt people's feelings that we, people take it the wrong way, we will take full, you know, we take full responsibility for that. And we took it down and we definitely apologize. We didn't mean it to be as a finger pointing or anything in any situation like that. No. And the, uh, when I make the descriptions for, the, for the episodes, I, you know, it's, I tend to reflect a little bit in what was discussed the week before. And, I 
chose the improper wordage on that one. So on behalf of you, on behalf of the of everybody, my sincerest apologies as well for uh, for that. I appreciate that, man. And you know, we Thank had some you. good conversation with the with the other parties involved, and we're hoping that we can um, get them on next week. So yeah. next week's show, we're hoping that we get everybody on. Maybe we get this clarified. And like at the end of the day, we just want to fix the, you know, how do we get these toys to the kids? Yeah. How do we get these families and stuff? At the end of the day, that's all we want. Yeah. Whether yeah. what 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 politics, what things are happening behind, and I, big big things are always just little tiny miscommunications yeah you know True story you know uh things that happen just sometimes just happen because you know hey uh, you know we built a, a wall not a bridge and we're like in, bridges and we're into bridge building mm-hmm. yeah not building walls yeah I didn't i'm not a fan week. of walls either but yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i'm a fan of a couple walls you know sometimes i like to hit the right wall a little bit more than i hit the left wall <laughs> it depends you know i got a right lean you know so uh but that's, you know, listen, man, there's a lot of great people here and a lot of people have good intentions. And then sometimes things just get messed up in the in the in the wash. And mm-hmm. we just got to like, you know, just communicate better. If anything, I think that we can bring people together. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate end goal yeah. of, uh, of your podcast. Yeah, we bring people together. We maybe get both parties and, you know, shit, you know, just stop. Stop big things from becoming big. Make, yeah. make them small, man. And that's it. You know, uh, we have good intentions in everything we do, man. And so does every, I'm sure there is reasons for everything. So that's the apology for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anything else that I've said that may offend somebody, I'm going to say sorry. I may offend people today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm sorry if I if I am doing that. And uh, Me too. You know, you know, we're kind of in a strange place as a company. And, you know, Amanda today is like we have grown so fast even the podcast man she is just a noise making machine right now <laughs> i can't even hear oh I, I hear everything she's doing right there what does she have ice water oh that's, that's a good thing so uh noise making machine that we brought in i love is- how the dog bothers you more than everything that would happen at Johnny's. Yeah, it's little noises. <laughs> little noises <laughs> mess me up. It's like the clicking of a pen right yeah. now would just like throw oh, you into the wall. So yeah. I would stab you in the eye with it. Oh, like, That's the dark hair. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, next week we'll be back at our regular location, Johnny's. Hopefully. Fully station, other sides. Hopefully. Hopefully we will. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, yes. We so. haven't heard. We haven't got confirmation. Well, we will. You know, people love us over there. Mm-hmm. So we'll go back. And, uh, you know, but we got some pretty good topics today. We're going to try to stay timely because we do go over a lot. Mm-hmm. So kind of the good thing about probably not getting fucked up at Johnny's today is that we may be on time <laughs> and leave this shit done. So by saying that, though, here's a little oh, shot of the sacrament right like, here. Ooh. Here's what we talk. Delicious. Father and the son and the holy yeah, shit. Sure, yeah. This one I'm not drinking for you. Mm. I'm not drinking it for me either. Oh, I'm gonna I, pretend. I spilled some on my chin. Ah. <laughs> Follow that up with an official sponsor of the resident company. Oh, that just tastes like a bad car ride. Oh yeah, <sighs> that was come from a burn barrel. That's America right there. I know. Oh. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I going around the room and trying to stay with things, baby, you got anything for the peoples? No, that was horrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why you brought that, but it's delicious to me. 
Because I thought you liked it. I didn't I know did. you were going to make me drink it. Anyways, no word for people? Any any announcements? Anything we need yeah. to know? Yeah. What, what you got? Yeah. Well, listen. You made me take a horrible shot. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much I can say with that. <laughs> that one I did not like. Okay. <laughs> Proceed. So, adultification. Ooh. Oh. Go on. Anybody want to guess? Uh, is when you take a childlike thing and you make it into an adult thing, like lunchable to charcuterie. Oh, oh, that's a <laughs> that's a fucking fancy ass word. <laughs> I have seen Patricia at a charcuterie place before. Though, like, remember when you had that little charcuterie thing and he ate his body weight in charcuterie? <laughs> I really want to do one of their charcuterie classes. Yeah. I don't know why you made it's one torna- and it was amazing. Yeah. Tornatory. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Is that what it's good. called? Your charcuterie yeah. was way better. <laughs> I've had a charcuterie. <laughs> and it's different every time. It's different every time. You never sometimes, know what you're going to get. Sometimes, you know, there's a stripe in it. Sometimes there's not. I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. What is it? So adultification is when a group of minority children are treated as more mature than lighter skinned children. It stems from racial bias and negative stereotype of minority groups. This view is usually projected onto young African-American girls, people thinking they don't need as much comfort, security, and love as white or lighter skinned children. And that African-American girls know more about adult topics, are more mature, and know more about sex. Hmm. I wonder how true that is. I don't know. Ask well, Urban Dictionary. Kids nowadays so know is... a lot more shit than we used to. Oh, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, maybe my kids are kind of sheltered because they were in private school for a long time. Yeah, but you know, I, I went to private school. Let me tell you something. Me too. <laughs> yeah, so, I, so did I, but I was like... I learned some shit in private school. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that allegedly. Well, I uh, there. <laughs> Check. You got me? Yeah. So let's say that allegedly when I got to private school, mind you, I was homeschooled till I got to school. And I, you know, I had sex. But you had brothers. Yeah. I had sex before I went there. Really? Really? Yeah. 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 What happened in homeschool? Uh, You know, you you still get to go to parties and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Group activities. It doesn't count if you bang the teacher, but you're being homeschooled. (laughs) Ew. That is gross. Yeah, way to fucking make it weird. (laughs) Thank you. That was super weird. Uh, I don't even know where I'm going to go now. I feel like we should just be moving on. Yeah. Patricio. So (laughs) I'm giving myself two minutes. Yeah. All right. Mm-mm. But I get there, and I and I go out the first time with this one girl, allegedly. I'm saying allegedly, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm having a hard time figuring myself. There he goes. So I go out, and you know we're gonna do it, and I know we're gonna do it because I've done it before. Now it's probably my second time, you know. So <laughs> you a pro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she goes, you know, she's religious, and she goes, I gotta stay a virgin, so he's he's gonna have to do me in the ass. Oh, true story. I believe it. True story. I've heard it. True cat. True, true Irish Catholic, right there. And uh, no Mormon. Oh, really? My. Oh, yeah. Lord. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first girl I did, she was trying to stay a virgin, but she's Catholic, <laughs> <laughs> like myself. <laughs> Go fighting Irish. And, uh, you know, yeah, that, that happened. That's a true story. And that's Ooh. when anal started for me. <laughs> So, 
like, where on the doll? It's like, turn it around. <laughs> yeah, where did the man touch you? Yeah, that's what happened. True story. Let me tell you something. You, you do like making things weird, huh? Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is when you put four roses You've been in a me. professional of that today. Let's uh, let, let's say this. How, uh, if you had to rate your, your salad tossing ability from, like, from zero, <laughs> zero to ten, what would you be? What would you, like zero, you're bad. Obviously, so ten is the best. I I I have to be careful on this one because fiance watches it once in a while and yes, have you, you have a so I can, salad. I what can, would she say about your salad tossing ability? Uh, not not disclosing that one, but <laughs> I could sit, I could count on my hand how many times I've tossed a salad because it's a case by case basis. You so, can't you can't just go in there and just you know go Italian on it, you know. <laughs> You got to make sure there's no blue cheese. You got to have the right dressing and everything. I mean, I haven't said that I haven't gone down there in like like a tunnel rat and it's encountered bad shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's happened. It's happened. Yeah, it's happened to me. Yeah, and, you know, nothing against them. There's no way that I could count on my hands and toes how many times I've tossed a salad because, you know, I'm a salad tosser. <laughs> Muscles off. Yeah. <laughs> right, baby? <laughs> oh, and I make it awkward. Yeah. So I don't even know how we got on salad tossing. This is why we go over on two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, okay, the, I don't want to get off topic. The quality assurance people. <laughs> we need. We want. We need those. We need a buzzer. <laughs> so uh, adultification. I'm gonna yes. get you one. Hey, so uh, uh, you have a text for us, our birthday buddy. Oh, I do. He said he didn't have a condom. <laughs> and you said, that's fine, because I was ready to be a mom. Yeah, then he magically had one. <laughs> <laughs> he found one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, How many times have you heard that line? Multiple. <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. And what do you do in that situation? What have you done in that situation, babe? Allegedly. <laughs> oh, well, sorry about your luck. That's a no, huh? It's a hard stop for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was not ready to be a mom. Wow. It's awesome. There's some good Trish and free mom stories that <laughs> we had some discussions that she does not want to bring up on the podcast, but I'm like, at some point, they're going to have to come up. Well, I'm about to bring them up. <laughs> so there's some fucking awesome Trish stories. Any other man would be fucking like, we feel weird about it. I think they're fucking hilarious. Does it involve, does it involve Key West or Daytona? It involves like no. awesomeness Orlando. <laughs> oh man, I love Key Kay West. Jumps, J, Kay jumping in the uh, chat saying, Hey y'all. Hello. Hey. And Jay Marquez saying, I got on at the wrong time. Oh, yes. Sorry, brother. Jay's thing went awesome last weekend. It, it totally did. Like the amount of people that were there, the, the support that, that was there for the charity. Uh, which What was the charity again? Do you remember? We should probably look that up. So we have the that one with the shop with the firefighter? Yes. Orange uh, County uh, Fire Charities. Oh, I got one right here. It's a freshie. Oh. Um, yeah, shop with the uh, Orange, Orange County. County Fire Charities. And yeah, it's yeah. through the union. It's through their yes. union, which is local. We oh, I don't look, know that. We need local. to look that up. Let's pull the flyer. And uh <laughs> and uh, that but they raised they raised a lot of money. They got to dump me and Jay into the cold ass water at Jason's. Mm, yeah. No, oh, nice. Yeah. And that was you know You're welcome. Yes. And, you know, that was just <laughs> deep you, enough. Jay. Deep enough for Jason, they need any water wings. 
Like, he's, you know, my man ain't he a swimmer. Swim. He's not, he's, you know, he's from the Bronx. There's not a lot of swimming opportunities there, I think. Okay. He does 2057. Like local 2057. Mm-hmm. And this is for, like, you know, uh, foster kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boys and Girls Club. So they're going to do shopping with the firefighters. A little nice. different this FK year. Your Diet does yeah. um, foster kids stuff. Yep. And we love them. Yes, they are awesome. And it stands for Foster Kid Diet. Yes. Which, you know, for another episode. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, like, but the cool thing is, like, the amount of, of different EMS agencies, hospitals, fire departments that were there. It's amazing. It was a lot. It is a good showing. It was a good, you know, and it just. It was a great, like, if you want a job with EMS, it was phenomenal. Go yeah. To. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny it, uh, you see mom there Jason's mom works yep. at the school she's a, one of the heart and souls of the school and uh, she was you know like uh, every, she was cracking me up because Jason didn't give anybody the day after Thanksgiving off. <laughs> 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 it's nothing but work there you know what I mean <laughs> the whole world is shopping <laughs> everybody else is at first response training group I'm pretty sure school. I was working well yeah. I mean a lot of places were uh, didn't do Black Friday this year really yeah, yeah. They, they cut back because uh, they've, they've shown statistically that it's gone down because everyone is uh, converting over to online shopping. It's oh, actually yeah. gone down. I didn't uh, go to a store I at think it was all. either 41 or 43%. Really? Yeah. I did all my shopping online on Cyber Monday. Well, I, I think. I love Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Oh, yes. it's so much fun. And I hate people and yeah. I hate crowds, but man, I love Black Friday shopping. <laughs> I hate it. I've oh, never, it. I've never had a Black Friday that I've, that I've not gotten everything on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am a champion. I've never been out shopping I'm on Black Friday. I did, and, and I loved, it was not fun. I even loved when it when people started doing it on Thanksgiving. So oh. like we'd eat all day, oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you'd yeah. eat dessert, oh, and then no. you'd go shopping. No, yeah. I would be at the Walmart, and my family would bring me the uh, Tupperware of the food, and I'd be eating <laughs> while I was waiting in line. Oh, see, I never did that. I never did the standing in line for hours, but I did love being part of the crowd. Well, I wanted that thirty-two inch TV for ninety-nine dollars. Thirty-two yeah. inches. That's I feel like you can get like... that every day at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I know that was upsetting. What one nineteen ninety year was that? <laughs> It was the late 1900s. <laughs> Millennial, 32 inches. There was actually a TV that's like smaller than 50. He said on 50. Monday he cut the internet so the staff would stay focused. <laughs> I love that dude. He's full on EMS. Like, hey, fucking fire trucks are running today. You come to work. Hey, I'm telling you, it's the closest thing to a modern day concentration camp. You go work there. Oi, oi, babe. Oh, is that too much? See, again, we don't have no quality control. See? Yeah. No, but that was awesome. And the amount of support that the school continues to get. And I'm going to tell you this. uh, I I had this conversation with, uh, allegedly, with with another school that Mm -hmm. we were helping out with some stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were, you know, wondering, like, you know, what's the, what is the thing that Jason does to continue? And people look this up. If you think I'm full of shit, look it up. His pass rate is top right now. People that go to paramedic school there pass their national registry exam. That's awesome. Like, I mean, they pass. And like, uh, what is it the thing that he's doing there that's different? Well, he's teaching paramedicine. That's it. Nobody else does it. Yeah, that's it. Like, I don't know (laughs) what other places do. I don't know what the, why is that different? But he has got just 
<clears throat> a straightforward, no frills paramedic school. Like he's doing what he's supposed to do. And Good. yeah, that's awesome. And that's that's why people are passing. Yeah. Like, don't teach fluff. Don't fucking teach your local <laughs> protocols. Don't teach whatever. Teach fucking paramedicine. And you know what? People pass the test. I mean, as long as you have a good teacher. Yeah. Well, you have the teacher that's telling you exactly what he's supposed to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Not what he did on the truck earlier today or what he did. You know, if you did, you know what I mean? Is this like. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. So that's that's <laughs> the difference there. And I think that that's what people do. That it's different. You know, they go there like, you know. This guy only knows to do what he's supposed to do. And that's what the students are taught. Oh, he said, I'm teaching that way you taught me, bro. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was not allowed to teach anything else other than what I was supposed to teach him. Oh, yeah, Trish, if you want to like you know? click on the comments or they go up on the screen, you're more yeah. than welcome to. Yeah. I have hey, I will tell you this shit. Like I told I told a student that was throwing a ball to hit Jason and like they were aiming at Jason's head. And like and I was like, you know, like he's hard on you like he was asking for the doses of like of a medication. I and didn't I, hear him say that. Uh yeah, I go, shit. It took me months to get him to remember that. Oh, what was that? <laughs> I don't even remember. But it was uh, it was one of those. I, I'm going to tell you, like, Jason was one, he was, there were four people graduated that class. That was like a class of like 20 people. Four people graduated that class, and Jason was not valedictorian. <laughs> you know who it was? It was a girl named Liz, who did not speak English when we started paramedic school. She spoke enough English to, like, get to the school. <laughs> and then every day at lunch, everything I would say in the morning time, I would, oh, I'm gone. Something happened. Oh, there it goes. There it is. So in the morning time, everything I would say. Hashtag facts. Yeah. (laughs) I would have to translate to Liz. Liz would go, sir, you got got a minute? I didn't eat lunch for a year. Like, I would have to translate (laughs) everything in the morning. And then when I was leaving. What language was it? Spanish? Spanish, yeah. Okay. And then in the the afternoon, like, after we finished, like, I would have to translate everything we just talked about. Like, it was... Me and Liz spend a lot of time together. <laughs> and Liz is like, I think she's like a nurse anesthetist now. It's like, it's amazing. She nice. spoke English right after that. No, I still got a little bit. We got a while to drink it. So, yeah. Anyways, some other stuff. The babe dates that are important for people to remember. Um, The 24th through the 29th is the next air medical class. Yes. Um, January, I think it's 10th through the... 14th is the community paramedicine class. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we also have AMLS, TNCC, PHTLS, Difficult Airway, the end of January. Yep. And, you know. You can see all of that on our website, the rescue company one. Yeah. Amanda's put a lot of work into, her, <laughs> into, totally our, into her calendar. Such and, a slacker. Yeah. Amanda, welcome. Welcome, Amanda. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. You're fixing a lot <laughs> of issues. A lot of problems are being fixed, you know. Good. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, the the other thing that we do have to make sure that we mention is this. We are trying to be better on our pre-class work. Yes. For the people that are enrolled in the stuff, they know right now that they have these virtual days that they have to log into. Anything you have to say about that birthday, buddy? No. Amanda is going to take your spleen. If you do not turn in your work on time. Oh, yeah, that part. Yes. <laughs> pen, pen to the eyeball. Yeah. And this is simply the I thing. I believe it'll And happen. this is simply the thing that we have grown 
and I don't want to grow past where we're not passing the exams at the same rate that we were passing them. Yes. With the, the, the thing that's gotten us here is doing mm-hmm. a good job. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into that as we get a bigger group, bigger people, more, more people come, not bigger people's in size, but just more people <laughs> coming through. I mean, all I feel that, yeah, I feel that, you know, I feel that I have gotten that's busier. True. So I can't like take the phone calls like I used to be able to from the students, you know, and like go and spend an hour with them. But I am going to give everybody that hour at least virtually. And, you know, so we're going to post those things. I will be online those days to to answer questions. Yep. You'll have a go to meeting. Yeah. Yep. And and like, listen, pre-planned, pre-scheduled. Yeah. yeah, Have a question. I'm going to have a pre-planned lesson if you don't have a question. So we're going to talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. So log in. Instructors are going to be logging in anyways, too, you know, to get their continuing education hours. But the reality is, is, man, I don't want to lose that. I don't want us to get lazier and forget the the things that have gotten us to where we're at today. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, so all questions are important. Some, you know, like people say, there's no stupid questions. There's questions that just sound stupid. But just ask them. Ask them anyways. Because, you know, there's somebody else thinking of that stupid question. If you don't know the answer, then you should ask the question. Yeah, there's somebody else thinking of those things. Again, I I would like to say that on exam A and B, I am not giving you the fucking answers. The answers are in the book. You find them. And that's how you grade that. Everybody always goes, hey, can we get the key so we can grade it? No, fireman. I know what you're going to (laughs) do. No, you're going to look the fucking answers up. And that's all I have to say about that, like horoscope. I was just about to say, you're like, you're going very gumpish right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a, a pretty cool topic today that I think that it needs to be uh, talked about. What is it? Oh, the topic is ketamine. Oh, what? The, the topic is ketamine. So uh, there's a, a video, like, I don't know how to, like, how do I share my screen, Patricio? Like, I will be right there. Oh, can I send you, like. Yeah, if, if you want to send me the, uh, you know how to use private chat, right? He sent it to you in the text. You have oh, yeah, yeah, I sent you the video, yeah, in the text there, if you want to look at it. There's a, here's, I got a, a, a one minute, 45 second version of the video. So, obviously, I want to talk about the Elijah McLean. I don't have it. Uh, well. So let's Elijah McLean, right? Mm-hmm. Does anybody know where that guy, where that name comes from? Who is it? So he's a gentleman that lost his life um, in a struggle with the police. Ah, got it. 2019. He was at uh, 2019. This before actually happened before COVID. Wow. This actually happened, and the uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a tragic it's a tragic story. It, it and like. Full disclosure, we don't, you know, we're not, we say a lot of things to try to be funny. We say a lot of things to try, you know, uh, uh, you know, that are inappropriate at times, but the reality is uh, a gentleman lost his life here. Right? A kid. A kid. He's a kid. A kid lost his life here. And it, it is shitty. It, and it's a talented kid, a yeah. good kid. And, he's a uh, musician. Musician. He's, you know, play violin for kittens. Like he would go to the, the shelter where the kittens were uh, in um, all isolated in different cages yeah. and stuff. And he would go play music for them. Like that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I almost want to learn how to play violin to do that. <laughs> and uh, he was a different kid. Yeah. Yep. He was a different kid. He was, uh, he was a beat to his own drum. Yep. Lots of kids, you know, um, had some medical conditions that made them, you know, dress different and stuff like that. So those are the things that I want to throw up front that I feel that this kid was uh, wrong place at the wrong time. Of course. I think so, too. 
I think people reacted different than, than I would normally do. And you know, this is the thing, like things happen today Yeah. with the company. Mistakes happen. Things happen. I could have reacted pissed off towards everybody. I could have came in here and been just ripping some asses, putting some fucking shoes and things. But, you know, listen, I have to react. Uh, and uh, I can't change the mistake. Correct. Right. I cannot change the mistake. I cannot change the reaction. People want, And like just people are just reacting nowadays. Yeah. They <laughs> react and hopefully, they just don't. Hopefully we can fuck. educate people so yeah. other people don't react the same way. Yeah. Right. So they so they react and they don't think about things. Right. They, they, re, they don't think about their reactions. And, and, you know, listen, I cannot Monday morning quarterback what the police officer was thinking. Right. I cannot Monday morning quarterback what the paramedic guys were thinking. Right. Okay. I am going to speak to the research. I'm going to speak to the things that have come out since then. Yep. And then I want to speak about the charges that were just placed uh, specifically on the paramedics. What about stuff that came out right before? Because the stuff that came out after isn't really relevant. As far as what, baby? What are you referring to? So, like, as far as how the paramedics reacted and what the paramedics did, the stuff that has come out since that happened isn't really relevant because it's... It's a reaction to what happened. Yeah. But did you, is there studies or anything that have come out before then or anything oh. like that? Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, so you're just throwing just random stuff out there. Chicago, just doing random things. There's know. a fabulous doctor in the comments. Oh, there is. Is there a Hi, handsome ben. guy? He's a very handsome man. You know, and, and let me tell you, this is a, a man that is uh, based his life on research, you know, and, yeah. and like a lot of stuff that we do here, the rescue company one, you know, we try to research before it comes out of our mouth. Of you know? course. And uh, before we say it, and uh, but anyways, let's talk about the case here. You got a little short clip of the video there. Patricia? So I uh, I clicked on the link that you sent me, but I don't see a video in there. So I have a video here if you want to get me to share my screen, and I can share. I'll be right there. And yep, <laughs> chicken wing. And uh, look at that handsome guy right there. Har- Just so you know, Harley is very tired. Yes. She walked around uh, for a bit, and now she yeah. is snoring. Uh, mm-hmm. try to I back wish I could up sleep a little that bit. good. Right. Well, I can't. I can't. Yep, back it up there. There we Ask go. Ask Carlos. Last I heard. Of- I heard you had a Charlie horse in the middle of the night, woke up screaming, and went back to snoring five seconds later. Damn, I mean, it was a couple nights. It was a couple minutes. <laughs> but, yes, I did. That happened. He's like, she went right back to snoring. Right. And I was awake till 5 a.m. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, so do you, um, do I, do I, I mute it? Do I mute it? For him? Um, oh, no. do, you, do you want the audio to play? It yeah, we can play it. Right. Okay. Yeah, so hit play. Yeah, go ahead and hit play. Start with breaking news tonight. A 10 newly released body camera video from Aurora Police is giving us new insight into the moments before Elijah McLean's August death. Now, someone called police to report McLean as a suspicious man wearing a ski mask and waving his hands. The 23-year-old was walking home from a convenience store. His family said he wore the ski mask because he was anemic and was often cold. Police stopped him while he was walking. They say he was resisting arrest, so they put him in a carotid control hold, and he passed out. And then when paramedics arrived on scene, they chose to administer the sedative ketamine, something Aurora Fire says is standard protocol around our region. Stop. Stop. I have a right to stop you because you're being suspicious. Stop. Just drive it right behind his ear if he fights, all right? 
Now, Aurora police insist they are not the ones who requested the use of ketamine. It was Aurora paramedics. McLean went into cardiac arrest on his way to the hospital. He died six days later. And according to an autopsy, the coroner could not determine how McLean died and wouldn't rule out homicide at the hands of Aurora PD, but added it may have been physical exertion. The Aurora, or excuse me, the attorney representing the McCallan family says, McLean family says they were not aware of tonight's press conference and calls this surprise Friday night press conference another example of Aurora doing its best to keep Elijah's. All right, so how do I unshare this now? Stop sharing. Cool. So nice of you to come on. All right, cool. So we also we all saw that video, right? So basically, the 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 uh, go back to the nine one one call for people that don't are not aware of the story. So uh, Elijah McLean is a kid. He would every time he would go out at nighttime, he would. He, I guess he was a runner, so he would go out running, or you know, if you go into the store, he would get cold. Uh, some type of anemic type history that he had. I, I couldn't find the, the exact history that they were uh, speaking about, but it was not uh, uncommon for him to wear a full ski mask. And, uh, and, so and, and Avo said he's not working or filming and he can pop in. Yes, he said, yeah. Oh my goodness. I will so, say, uh, check your my link. Facebook in just a few moments. So, so anyways, uh, he, it was not uncommon for him to go running with or go outside so he went to go do a store run for a brother of his in the in the house uh and uh he was wearing a ski mask somebody at the store actually um uh saw right well let me get to that here in a second somebody at the store saw him walk in with the ski mask and uh felt that they needed to call 911 oh that that most people at the store knew the kid and I can't say in a kid, he's a man, he's 23 years old. Yeah. So uh, most people at the store knew him and he did this, like when you watch the video, he would do this bow of respect to people as he would, you know, uh, when he was he doing it, he was the girl that was the cashier. They actually, I saw an interview with her. She knew him. So she wasn't afraid of him or anything like that. He paid for his items and he left the store. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the 911 call, even at some point that you can hear that they asked the person, do you feel threatened? And they said, no, they don't feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And they then felt why they call 911? Don't, no clue. But now they've called 911. Now the cops arrived. Mm-hmm. So the cops tried to talk to him. I, I don't want to get into the semantics of the interaction because that's not what we're talking about today. What happened, happened. Right. Okay. Yep. They're wrestling with uh, uh, at some point the police officer felt that he reached for his gun. So they got rough, more, more intense of a rolling around on the ground. So now we're dealing with a, with a, with a, uh, a person that's laying uh, uh, prone. So he is laying on his stomach. Okay. Mm -hmm. With probably weight on top of him to begin with. Yep. They're fighting him. Uh, uh, a, a, and you see that it's dark out there and I want to point this out. Okay. The patient is dark out there. Okay. And if you are a paramedic right now that work for a, works for a system that has a scale and they stop the patient from fighting so they can weigh them uh-huh. and determine the actual weight of them, please call, uh, you, put a comment on there. Have you heard about that? No. And, and oh. I'm being sarcastic in the sense that there is no scale out there. So well, some stretchers have scales, but I don't know if that's just hospital. That's stretchers. just for the hospital, baby. Yeah, there's no EMS stretcher. Now when All you're right, fighting I'm- the person. So I want to point out that it's a nighttime. Yep. Okay. You're having to make a your best judgment decision. And in class, we say funny things like, hey, I'm going to engage my inner carny, right? And for <laughs> millennials, 
there's these things called carnivals out there that people there's people that guess your weight you yep. know on that right so yep. um and they if they're close you win a toy yeah if they're not then you, you don't, don't win anything Correct. So I don't know if meth makes you, and I see that's me being judgmental, say we'll be able to work at Cardi or on meth, but you know, like, you know, allegedly. Allegedly. So here we go. When we're in class, I always tell people that we're going to basically uh, take humans and put them into three and four categories. There's the pediatric. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There's the small frame adult. Yep medium frame adult yep and large frame adult yeah okay so uh for the adults yes i got it ready oh put the doc in bring them in Hi. Hey. hello there he is so we handsome. miss you he is your so aim handsome. will get better <laughs> <laughs> so so you know uh uh doctors is kind of getting into this whole medicating people pre-hospitally and stuff like that so i'm glad you're you're here so basically we look at a 60 kilogram patient for the small body frame and again we're basing this on just eyesight here like hey this is a small person mm -hmm. uh so rob he'd be 60 kilos he's, yeah. a, he's a tiny fella yeah he's a he's a he's like what we would call garanimals size here <laughs> And then, uh, then we have the, then I'm, I'm going to have the medium frame person. I'm going to hit them at 80 kilos. Yeah. And then I'm going to take that larger frame, you know, Patricio or, you know, Andre the giant and call him a hundred kilos. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Last time you saw me, I was a hundred kilos. Yeah. Patricio. Now I'm uh, 95 kilos. There you go. Nice. Good job. The hair is and, five kilos. This guy alone. went to Taco Bell then. And handsome and handsome. So the the paramedics on the scene now I think now we know that Elijah was 175 pounds. Yep. So somewhere around how many kilograms? 80, 80 kilograms, right? 79.5, I think yep. we can, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, but the medics were basing him at a hundred kilos, so a two hundred pound person. Yep. Right. So they dosed him at five milligrams per kilogram. Yep. An intramuscular, which is a standard intramuscular shot for ketamine. Okay, mm -hmm. which is a sedative, which we'll talk about here in a second. It's good we have the doc on board so you can uh, <laughs> speak uh, smartly about it. And uh, that was the dose. It was a 500 milligram intramuscular dose. Okay, uh, doc, are you are you uh, familiar on the case? And I'm just putting my ears. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you yeah, better. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yep. it's the app is it's weird. It's like really quiet, so I can hear yeah. you better now. Anyway, so you were just saying. So on the Elijah McLean, the color, uh, the Aurora, Colorado case. Yeah. Um, are you uh, uh, pretty aware of the details and stuff like that? Yeah. So I actually, this is this is a monumental case, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and it it shouldn't have happened. It's a it's a sad thing that happened. There's a lot of learning from it. Um, I first was made aware when it kind of hit the news and. You know, one of the groundbreaking things out of this is um, a great article from Doug uh, Wolfberg, a buddy of mine who's famous from Paige Wolfberg and Worth, um, wrote a great review article um, immediately about this because he was doing interviews and stuff because of where the paramedics position that we're in um, and all. And, uh, you know, and at the same time, I'm also a huge fan of uh, ketamine. I love it. Um, Good job. It's it's very very useful, and um, so and when I was recently lecturing out in Kansas at the Alatha um, Regional Conference um, for the Alatha Fire Department and others around there, um, we actually did a panel 
um, a paramedic and lawyer, Matt Strieger, uh, myself, and uh, the medical director out there, um, and then another new EMS physician. And we were we we looked at the video. We talked about it a lot, and it, and got pretty into it. So sorry, that was a pretty winded version of I'm, I know the details. <laughs> so, um, so this is my yeah. thing with uh, ketamine. So ketamine disassociates your brain from feeling things. Um, and, and basically that's the, because we do have people that are non-medical people that listen to the podcast. So, right. So use a medication that's going to tell your brain, don't worry about anything else that's going on out here when you give a, uh, a, a sedative dose, right? True. Yeah. And it's, and it's very dose dependent. It's weight yes. dose dependent. So a little thing. And I, you know, I actually used it on my ER shift yesterday. I used it for three different patients. Allegedly, sir. You gotta say allegedly. Allegedly. I allegedly, I hypothetically used it. How's that? I, I like my term hypothetically. So allegedly, I, I had three it. patients. One dose was because someone was very anxious. They were short of breath. Um, they were having respiratory issues. Um, they couldn't handle the claustrophobia of the, um, of the, um, Actually, four patients, allegedly. Um, they couldn't handle the claustrophobia of the CPAP. Yes, so I gave them the little, I call it the little whiff dose. It was a little bit of an anxiolytic. It also helps because it, oh, what does it do to those bronchi? Bronchodilates. Yes, oh, there's sir. a winner for respiratory. Yes, no sir. respiratory depression. And it just made them a little bit more, less anxious. So slightly sedating and those benefits. I had another patient, allegedly. <laughs> who um, was actually in recovery. Um, he had a, an a, almost acute abdomen. Um, he's been on Suboxone for opiate dependency for seven years, or four years, sorry, and in horrible pain, but I needed to give him pain medicine. So I gave him a pain dose subdissociative. Do that a lot because um, he didn't want opiates or opioids, rightfully so, but he still deserves to get pain control. Then I had another guy, allegedly, who was a total douche, um, <laughs> psych issues, um, you know, a lot of things that he needed to be placed in the uh, – let, let's put it this way. Um, there's some holiday decorations, and it says, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, near the nurse's <laughs> station. Yeah, and I instead, I'm changing it to let, get them snowed, get them snowed, get them snowed. Yes, it's um, the same thing. He, I put in a full dissociation to calm him down, keep everybody safe, yep. and I am dose, um, you know, to that full thing. And then somebody else, I did a little sub-dissociated dose for pain management also for procedure. So everything you know, is think... very dose-dependent, and it's safe for kids, um, you know, very, very useful. But everything's as you were saying, is very dose-dependent, and route is very important also. Yes, sir. And the other thing that I think you got to understand that, that prior to Elijah McClain, prior to another case that we're going to just kind of briefly talk about years ago, the position that we restrain people in, we have to be extremely cautious. Oh, absolutely. Because if you're putting somebody in a prone position and then you're adding them into a position where their face really isn't moving from the position that they're in, yeah, you can't you're, do that. you're causing rebreathing hypoxia. Are you telling me that they've been working on this procedure for years? Well, uh, yeah, it's been a. We have seen that if we put somebody on prone, they're going to have a hard time exchanging. They're breathing bad air. 
I, well, this is I, I this is this that, is right? separate from even ketamine. So yeah, it's absolutely. You know, this, this, this is Patricia. This is what we call. Oh my God! Did you hear that Spanish roll of my art, Patricio? Um, this is called positional asphyxiation. Yes, sir. Absolutely. If you hogtie someone, especially if someone's bigger, you know, they're they're sized more like uh, the harder to kidnap, like Carlos and I. <laughs> Um, and you hogtie us even without exertion there's this phenomenon where they're likely to stop breathing and it's the same. I haven't seen that happen since probably it's 2004. Been, we don't see it happen in the medical environment, but we see this happen in restraint cases, you know. Oh. And, and this is what we're getting at here. So I'm trying to get is ketamine the bad the bad person here. And I, and like I if you hire me or Dr. Abel as the expert on this case, we're going to talk, we're going to get rid of your murder weapon. The murder weapon, right? It's by the way, the two paramedics in Colorado were charged with murder. Like yeah. they are charged with aggravated murder right now. And, and, uh, and the, and the weapon being ketamine. And now I, can I disagree. I yeah. disagree as well, sir. That, that, that I don't think the ketamine had anything to do with. Oh, I thought you were saying the ketamine was the the. That's what they're using as the weapon that killed the the, the Elijah McClain. Right. Ketamine. I don't think that's right. a weapon. Yeah. No, I the the ketamine is not the issue here. Ketamine is no. being used as the scapegoat, no. and you know, you know, there's a combination of things. It's very unfortunate. It's kind of weird, and. Um, uh, and more that it was lack of things that was more of the problem here. And do I think that honestly, should they have been charged criminally? I don't think no. so. No. no, absolutely not. Do look at our failed airways, right? Yeah. We yes, do sir. what we can, but we don't have an airway. And yes, I get on people's cases when they use, if they don't use cap, no. Um, but we're not coming after you criminally. It's is it a crime, so to speak? Yeah, like oh, you didn't use cab, no, you didn't maintain their airway. But there's a lot of other issues here, but not criminal. So that's a big thing. It, it, I just was at one of my fire departments today, and um, we actually, as a med review, we were watching the documentary and talking about the ketamine use for the Thai cave rescue. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. Oh, we were watching that the other day. We right? watched that the other that night. That was with the, yeah. Yeah. all the different stuff. Amazing. Hey, Amazing. Like, and, that's like, that's you know, <laughs> that's another use of, you know, a, a great example. And it was, you know, the kids were completely out and this and that. But the ketamine isn't what killed. That That's a very that's important thing. You know, um, and I want to basically put put that out, out there right now. I want people to understand that. Like the, the, the weapon that, that these guys are being charged with using is the ketamine for killing this 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 young man if this case goes to trial if this case goes to trial and you put this is why i brought up the the young man's character up i brought up the young man's character up before uh before we started all this discussion because he's a good kid he's caught up at we we these there's a situation that happened that has been caught up and now these guys who were not charged initially then but then after the public out outcry he was charged because somebody charged. has to pay for it. Somebody has to pay for it. A mother's lost her child, and that is horrible. It is. Should these guys Can go we... to prison for for doing what they did? And the question is, the, the answer, in my opinion, is no. 
And it's because the ketamine wasn't the culprit here. Now, they did sedate a apparent combative person. They were called by the police to do a job. But in the video, it doesn't seem like when they administered it, he was still combative. So oh, for me, not being, not ever working in your position, why would you still use that? Yeah, so we so, again, we, we yeah. weren't we were only seeing little bits and pieces of the video. So right, we don't true. know the whole situation and we don't know as uh me if I get to a, a scene where there's four or five law enforcement uh, people restraining somebody, then I'm gonna choose to sedate. That's the, the safest thing to do. Now you gotta understand where I'm coming from before anybody let me let me explain my position. I am the brother of a paramedic who is in a wheelchair. Okay, so my oldest brother. Okay, and got thrown out of the back of an ambulance by a psychiatric patient, and he is a paraplegic mm-hmm. in the 80s, way before I was, you know, like I was a baby when this happened. And, you know, this guy, he's, you know, my brother Lewis, he's in a wheelchair. So that's where I'm coming from with this, right? Like, I know what a psychiatric patient can do to a paramedic in the back of an ambulance. Right. So as long as I use my medications appropriately and do the, the due regard, like the entitled CO2s, putting the person in a supine position and the best possible breathing capability that he, we can give them, provide an airway if need to, then we're doing the best thing possible for the patient in that situation. But it wasn't the best thing for this specific one because they chose to do it while he was still face down on the ground. He was still fighting. With somebody yeah. hitting him to into the ground. So the in the a lot the and the thing is that I want there's to bring, bigger issues. Yeah, here. there's bigger issues at hand here. This is this, the bigger issue is what was not done. Which is what, what was not way. done was assessments and reassessments, allegedly. What was not done was vital signs. What was not done was cap no monitoring. It wasn't the ketamine that stopped the breathing. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. fast push. It's if you overdose and you give too high of a dose you're just in the K hole longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, 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 that's one it. of the beauties of it. In yeah. fact, there was a decent study that, and there's a number of places, um, Lee County, some others are going to just a standard dose, um, for like large, you know, adult four or 500 milligrams. I am for the extreme agitation. Um, if you look at part, different protocols around, just so it's easier to do because it's hard to figure out people's weights. And not only is it sometimes weight-based, but it's really ideal weight-based. Oh man. For medication. And there's a big difference, yes, you know, and, yeah. and I can, can you, you can guess my, yeah, totally. So my, my ideal weight would be, you know, I'm a, I'm a handsome devil allegedly. Um, no, you know, and I story. ideally okay. that for my height, Ideally, I would be about 75 kilos, yep. 70, 75 kilos. Um, and you're, you guesstimate and you can even look at a picture like, okay, what do you think my weight is with this angle and even versus this angle? Right. Yeah. So, but my actual weight is 95 kilos right now. I know that because I've been training. I'm working hard at it. Um, allegedly. But, uh, so, but you're the medicines, there's certain ones that are not, um, based on that. Just like when we, no matter how fat you are overweight, your lung size is the same. So the, our vent settings are based on ideal body weight. So what should someone of that height 
way. Yeah. So basically, in Pine Hills language, Patricio, there's certain medicines <laughs> that doesn't matter if you're 200 pounds or or 90 pounds. That met that that one the 90 pound dose works for the 200 pound man. Now, uh, when hearing right. the uh, the, new, the news report, I heard that a, Aurora in Aurora County or, or in the city of Aurora, that procedure is standard. Have you heard of that procedure being utilized? Yeah, it's a it's exa- excited delirium. So that's like you know what they did wasn't out of out of uh, protocol. It wasn't out of standard procedure. Even down to what the police officers did it wasn't out of standard procedure. Yeah. So this is why they were not charged initially. And this is the thing that I want to bring this up. This was a good kid that died mm-hmm. in an unfortunate situation. But is it charge worthy? Is the outrage charge worthy? And I think that right now people get all caught up on perceptions. Hold on, Patricio, because I, I know where you're going with this. I can see your face. <laughs> Patricio, who is Tony Tempa? Tony Tempa? Tony Tempa. Tempa. Mm. I don't know. So Tony Tempa, and I have the video. Tony Tempa is a gentleman out of Dallas. He's a white, white, older male. He has a psychiatric history, and he died in the same exact situation as Elijah McClain. Yep. He died in 2016. Mm-hmm. He died in a supine position. He was given 500 milligrams of ketamine, and he died of persistent asphyxia. And he was a rich white guy. He's a rich white man. Nobody marched for Tony. The people in that case did not yeah. get charged. There was no situation that's happened in that situation. You don't even know who Tony Tempa is. Nope. But we have football players in the NFL with Elijah McClain behind their helmets. What? Where's the football player with Tony's name? What I'm saying is that we choose and pick to who we outcry for and who we are outraged for. So it's either across the board fair or it's not fair. Do, do you feel that it's, and, and this is just throwing it out there just to start the conversation, do you feel like the way that the media is trying to level out uh, all the injustices that have occurred? I think so. I think that we feel bad for what we've done to people of, of minorities. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then all of a sudden, you know, now a, a white person can say how they feel about what what my people have gone through. Yeah. Right? And they, like they no, feel no, no, a lot we, of pride we, we, for We've me. talked about this on previous shows. Yeah. So, so that's the thing that I want to bring up. So why is it okay in certain situations and why? It, now, if you see the video of Elijah McClain, okay? You see the video, and it's a sad one because mm-hmm. the kid is telling you, I can't breathe, he can't do this. So it's fucking heartbreaking. But if you watch Tony's video, the cops are making fun of him. The Tony is apneic for 11 fucking minutes in the video. 11 minutes, he's apneic. Mm-hmm. Kevin's not stomach. breathing, Patricia. He's not breathing, yeah. <laughs> he's on his stomach, and the Thanks, guys are doc. making fun of him. The video is outrageous. Mm-hmm. If I am going to march for something and I'm going to and I'm going to be outraged and I'm going to do outcry, I'm going to put this guy's helmet behind an NFL play a name behind an NFL player's helmet. This is the guy that I do it for because this was wrong. Now Tony is completely apneic. He is eleven minutes in. Eleven. That's eleven a minutes long in. Time. And at twelve fucking minutes, and an asshole. Laughing. And at twelve minutes, when he's not moving and he's not saying anything, he gets a five hundred milligram intramuscular shot of ketamine. By a paramedic I, uh, who just video. walked up and didn't yep. even look at his face. Yep. Just walked up and stuck it in his arm. It's uh what? It's it's it is outraged. Me and Amanda watched this today. We watched all the stuff. What I'm saying is this. 
Why are we outraged about one case and not outraged about the other? I'm, Great question. I mean, I'm angry about both, but I'm more angry for the other one, too, because he was tortured longer. I, like, I, I bring this up. Patricio, you're connected into the world of, like, what's happening out there. Yeah. You got the pulse of the world. You, you're out there in, like, the social media world. And you got, you've been to several protests. You've been out there. You've been doing this stuff. Yeah. You had no idea who Tony was to just now. I didn't. You know who Elijah McClain was before we started the cake. A little bit, yes. I had a little Today. bit of the information right you know, there. Play a little bit of the Tony video. And stand by, I'm pulling this oh, up. I'm not sure I want to watch this. It's bad. Body cams. This body cam footage is brought to you by PBR. PBR, the unofficial sponsor <laughs> of the Rescue Company One. I mean, uh, the, 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 as, as the road returns. <laughs> yes. Second fuck up of the day for me. I'm sure there is more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you about the dog. So, but if you go to like, like that's a good, that's a good angle right there. When you look at that position right there, uh, and uh, you got the same. I seriously thought it was illegal to hog tie people anymore. Um, just, it is. There's a shot. That's a shot of Kevin. By the way, we're we're a lot of minutes in here, and there's no. Uh, He's not making any words. He's incoherent. He, he, he's not even coherent. He's just. He not... hasn't been because at one point. He's not breathing. Like several minutes before the paramedics showed up, they were talking to each other and saying, oh, he just went to sleep. He gave up yeah. and fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about to play. Uh, we'll he play called 911 because he needed help. With waffles. A, a private Rudy, security Rudy, person Rudy, had him handcuffed before they got there. And he's just doing the call 911. There's a shot. All of a sudden, The cops thought he was getting Narcan. He's getting uh, ketamine. Why did he give ketamine instead of Narcan? I don't know the situation. Well, he, they're, 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 he was a combative patient. They were giving ketamine. They they but talked he about moved it. And... So this yeah, is baby. this is an important thing, right? So when. If I call for police backup, I'm basically asking for a consultation from police to decide what, it, with their training, their expertise, they think is needed. Do I need somebody to, to press charges? Do I need someone to be separated? Do I need less lethal force? Do I need lethal force for protection? When a paramedic is called, they need to make do a medical assessment and decide even if there's a request right i don't necessarily call somebody to fix my i've got something wrong in my bathroom just because i call a plumber doesn't mean that he's automatically going to change up the fucking toilet he's going <laughs> to do an assessment and tell problem. me what he thinks needs to happen and figure out what the problem is and then act on it and then i'm going to test the fucking shitter to make sure it works afterwards <laughs> right so so even if you're called for someone who's aggressive, combative, it doesn't mean that they are, number one. Number two, I would, as a paramedic, I work under licensure of a physician. And you have protocols and things based on, on what goes on, right? So I don't work for the fucking police officer. And the police officer is not a paramedic. They can ask for, do you think that this is appropriate for this? And I believe that everyone needs to know the capabilities. But just because someone pulled the trigger, it's not its not all of a sudden, well, now I have to because I'm here on scene. So that decision needs to be made um, if it's really needed or not. 
And it was interesting hearing seeing that video where the cops are thinking that it's um, that it's Narcan. And quite frankly, that's another thing that I'm very big on, you know, checking doses and everything. But even if they're not paramedics, everybody should know what's going on. Hey, you're, you're on them. At least turn them to a side. I'm pulling up ketamine because we're going to do this. And they might say, actually, he's calming down a bit. Cool. All right. I'll just have it ready. Um, or, hey, he's not breathing. He's not. He might have taken something. Hey, I'm going to pull up the Narcan or let's put him on his side. Check his sugar. You have to communicate with people that are going on, whether you're on camera or not. Always assume you're on fucking camera. Yeah, it's, you know, a, it's yes. nowadays. You know, the last two times I've asked for security at some alleged hospital, they've told me, "Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get there when we can." And, and you know, babe, that's a topic for another day because people right. do get hurt uh, quite a bit, and, 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 the, and your safety is not like primary nowadays. And no, but I want to talk about this because you know we're going. We promised Miss Jody we won't go like go too long. <laughs> She says we go too long on these podcasts sometimes. We still have half an hour because we started at seven. So, well, uh, right there says an hour and two minutes. I need to grab a drink. I'm finally off. Yeah, that's why so, I said yeah, we have half an hour. Drink. So, we listen, have 90, 90 real minutes. quick though, this is where I want to. Uh, I really want to point this out. And doctor brought the doctor brought up an excellent point. Absolutely, assessment. I think that a breach in professionalism is what is the complication here. Yes, on the police side. In the paramedic side, um, yeah. on both cases, we have breached professionalism. We didn't act with due regard. Now, I, I've looked up the statutes for murder in in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. I've looked up the statutes for murder in Colorado, and these guys basically, you have to have the intent and the ill intent to cause harm. Well, I don't think the medics intended to cause harm. I don't think they showed up to work that day to cause harm to this gentleman. I agree. Either, can, either one. Could I like foresee yeah. the results of uh, said legal process? Yes. I feel that you're, you're hitting it right on the nail. This is what a lot of uh, a lot of these cases in which these occurrences happen, in which the burden is met is put too high on the state attorney or the district attorney's office to meet to be able to prosecute and charge said individual. So I feel at that point right there, you're absolutely correct. There was no ill intent. There was no malice towards causing harm to the individual. And you know, they're not going to meet the burden and the charges will possibly, they'll, they'll be found not guilty. Yes. I mean, here's the thing. Medical. I don't know if they will. And that's, what's concerning to me. <laughs> honestly, concerning thing I don't mean to is. cut you off no. because when this is now, this is uh, in front of this is this is criminal. This is in front of a jury of your peers. Yes, sir. Right? Which is not necessarily. Yes, These aren't peers. medical people. Yes, this, this isn't paramedics and physicians and specialists saying, you know what? Did you fuck up? Did you not? What do we need I mean, to do to fix difference. this? This is people without medical education chosen as a jury. The, the general public that don't understand it, and they hear shit like what the media is fucking spewing yeah. out. He's right. Ketamine this, ketamine killed. You know what? Ketamine fucking saved those boys' lives in there Thailand. And I watched in this where? in Thailand. Yeah, I know. And I watched this thing. Yeah. I watched this thing the other day in prep, prep, preparing for today. Okay, preparing for today. I watched this shit the other day. Amanda was there with me. She was watching it because she's there with me now all the time. And, uh, Hello? It, yeah. Was that your your last shift on the helicopter? Did you use milk of amnesia? Did you use propofol? No, sir. I used ketamine twice. I you, you didn't use propofol for any transports or anything? 
No, sir. Oh, well, I use Quip all the time yeah. um, for transports or post intubation <laughs> stuff. Um, huge, it, it, you know, Propofol killed day. Michael Jackson. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are we not using that anymore? We yeah. still are. No. Um, real quick, I know we're a little bit off topic, but sorry, we're, you were. T- I cut you off too. Love, so, I like anyway. giving uh, updates of what goes on in the world right now. Justice Mullet found guilty of falsely reporting to uh, reporting a hate crime. What? Oh, that the gentleman from that show, the guy that said uh, they from Empire. Beat, yeah, they from Empire. Yeah. They got beat oh, yeah. Show, that was found found guilty uh, of five counts of disorderly conduct for making false reports to police. You know, this happened in Patricio's town, hometown. Oh, yes, it Chicago. did. You oh. know, like, that's a whole show that I have planned. Yeah. Fucked up shit that happened in Chicago. <laughs> and we're going to tie it back I into... I love a, Chicago, though. And we're going to tie so it back fun. to medicine. Can, can we do the show in Chicago? Uh, Let's do it. Negative. So, oh. we're playing in Chicago this year, by the way. Oh. Guardians are. Hey, Dana. Black Brother, I agree. Purple Falls, great. Yes, no. Uh, is amazing. Anyway, Carlos, I I cut you off. Um, but uh, while you're about to say what you're saying, I do want you all to see my um, holiday shirt because I have to work on Christmas because I'm a good Jew. Um, <laughs> Silent <laughs> night. The dream team. Oh, I love it. Oh, that is fucking great, Propofol. <laughs> He's a great Anyway, so you were saying. <laughs> you, you know, like, the, the reality is that these guys are going to get – no, I was agreeing with you, Doc. I, I really think that the court of public opinion is going to convict these guys. Yeah. They're going to convict these guys. These guys are going to get convicted. Uh, it, uh, it is fucking nuts. It is the craziest thing in the whole entire world, but they will get convicted. Like, if this goes before court, they killed a fucking kid that plays violin – to kittens. To kittens. Like fucking crazy, bro. Like, like it should have never been charged. It should have never been charged. It's just again my opinion. There's a baby in the in the room. My opinion, <laughs> and, and that's the that's the, the 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 where I've got to like bring this up, guys. Right, I got to bring this up. Like we are, we've gone the extreme to the other end. I am a man of color. No. And I'm telling you, we have gone to the extreme of the other end here, man. Like, we are not looking at everything. We're not looking at facts anymore. We are going with what we think is the right thing to do. Uh, I mean, brother, you studied law. I know, I know. You're a guy that studied law. And and, and that's what I'm saying right now with said statement. I feel that a lot of the cases that have been in front of the media these past few weeks, uh, you, you got the, the, the sentencing for uh, Marquette Lloyd. You had this instance right here with uh, Jesse Smollett uh, Rittenhouse just a few weeks ago. The the, the guys who uh, took down the the one guy with the, with their truck and everything. I can't remember. Uh, Aubrey. There have been I feel in the past few months and trials that have been in the, in the public eye, I feel justice has actually been accurate. And with the burden that the state is going to push with this case, I don't feel that these uh, these individuals will be convicted. From what you from what you're showing me, and from what you stated right there in regards with the with, I, those are the facts. Those are the facts. And the facts of the case is that that uh, that the client does not have a case. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? I, I, I'm not a lawyer, um, nor do I play one on TV yet. <laughs> but uh, yet. Um, but I, like I said, I mentioned it's a great article. I think by um, by Paige Wolf Bergenworth, um, and uh, I've heard it now a couple times. Matt Strieger, who, like I said, in New Jersey is a uh, 
is a, an attorney and he's also a paramedic. Um, some of the interpretations and we broke down, well, he broke down, I just happened to be on the panel, um, sitting next to him, so I learned from osmosis, but um, kind of breaks down what it takes to, for criminal charges for murder, and then kind of lines things up, which is um, interesting for those of us that don't know law like Patricio. Um, for those of you out there, it's easy to find. I, I mean, Doc, you know, and I know that I want to do want to say this from the law standpoint, there is a great podcast on flight bridge. The last flight bridge podcast by Mr. Eric. Bowles. Yes. He has, he has like legal professionals, uh, criminal attorneys on there dissecting the case. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, it's extremely informative. It's the best hour that you can spend listening to something. And now, you, you know, this is the coolest thing about Mr. Eric Bauer. He finds the the people that can talk to talk and walk to walk. And, and, and like he has professionals on there and he's di- he's not degenerates like us. He is dissecting the fucking case with attorneys that are EMS professionals. So I that's definitely some deep, that's some deep shit. I definitely think there's a worth a worth uh, the while to uh, worth people's time to watch that. You know, Doc, while we have you on, it is one of the things that I want to bring up on this right here is that as we approach a scene, okay, we approach a scene, the first word out of your mouth should be what? Scene safe. If you say scene safe BSI, I'm going to cut you. (laughs) (laughs) What are you thinking, sir? What should come out of your mouth? No, but the, the the first thing that should come out is is this is the scene safe and what's going on? Did I? Yeah, exactly. So not scene safe. Not yeah. about a margarita. Yeah, scene safe. BSI number of patients. Do I need any additional resources? I'm saying that for a couple reasons. Number one, yeah, motherfuckers, I'm competing at Fire East with a brand new All Star team, <laughs> and people don't even know about this shit. But uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, scene safe. BSI. Yes, I was just signed on. I, uh, I'm on the contract right yep. now with a a, a team. Yeah, I can't and, wait to hear about and it. The, and the, and Do the, I get to be the camera person? And my teammates, I don't know. You got to talk to Mister, uh, and I'll say his name rhymes with Bill McGrath, who's the sponsor of the team. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. listen, Mister McGrath, and Mister Mister rhymes with Kelly and Tim from Miramar. He doesn't get and, to go without me. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and people don't know. That we're about to. I can't wait to kick see some, this. We're making a run for it this year. Yeah. I walk by this fucking Clinkon trophy every, every morning. Day. And I come into this office, allegedly. You know, you, you talk about the trophy all the time. Why don't you bring it on air? Uh, Papa, oh. go ahead and grab that trophy. Well, we're not supposed Let's to be say- here. Not allegedly. Allegedly, Papa, not- He's getting guy. in his car right now, going in to pick yeah. it up. He is. He's racing down right now. Yeah. Listen. So you, you mentioned, though, important words. Yes, which. Sir. Words. We would like to say if you if you get a chance if you're not familiar with it, I, Chris Davis, who's a physician, EMS physician, Dr. Sarah Francis McClure, Seth Hawkins, we wrote an article actually now a series, and I'm always talking about hashtag uh, safety third. Yes, sir. If you're not familiar with the article or our lectures about it, I highly recommend that you just Google my name, safety third. Uh, the article in Gems was titled Safety is in First and We All Know It. Yes, sir. True story. Um, easy read. I actually have it posted in most of my fire stations. Um, and uh, any of us can give a good lecture on it. But 
safety being first, you know, it's it's important, but it's not first. And we can have a whole thing about that. But uh, it's dynamic, right? You have to always be reassessing your safety safe. The safety there. I just want you to know that we are pausing right now for some time. For what? So we can get the ClinCon trophy. We're not going to show that because allegedly we're not near it. We're so, not. That's yeah. why we're giving it some time. That's yes. why we're pausing. Yes. But so, then our time will be up and yes. Jody will cut yeah. us off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I do I do hope that we've kind of cleared up the, the uh, ketamine stuff. And, you know, let me give you a few of the different scenarios where they're going to show up on some of the board exams and stuff like that. Hypotensive yeah. patients that need to be intubated, your sedative is ketamine. Patients that are need to be intubated with breathing complications, like bronchial spasms, your sedative is going to be ketamine. What was that? Bronchial. DSI. No, no. I, I said, what was the medication? Ketamine. Oh. So in the lay, the lay sequence, if you're using God, man, I love this doctor. This is why he's our doctor. If you're using the words delay sequence intubation, DSI. Yep. The sedative is ketamine. It's what? Ketamine. Oh, okay. So, you know, use your pro- local protocols to dose the patients appropriately. Which, what's the normal dose? Depends on what you want to use it for, babe. So, what if, do you use it for? Well, if there's a pain dose. Uh-huh, which is what? Well, they're going to use their local protocols for that, which is what we're talking about. So, what's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so the standard is what their local protocols are. So, what's the are. drug book say if I was going to look it up? What their local protocols are. Well, I understand what local protocols are, but what is, like... What does the drug book say? Well, allegedly there are a lot of the drug books, and a lot of a them lot refer of to your protocols. That's, and that's the and that's the problem. Here's, here's what it comes down to: there are different people that there are different places that do different things, of course, based on the different uses. But essentially, a lot of times, you know, a pain dose or subdissociative dose is a lot of times like point, depending on the place, point two milligrams per kilogram IV slow. A lot of places will only use the higher doses, like for full dissociation of four to five milligrams per kilogram IM. Um, so you don't get the the side things. You know, it, it's just there's such a, a range, and there's some really good resources out there. But they all kind of they overlap, but they're a little different um, in terms of people's comfort. So, um, as Lois was saying, we got to really um, refer to your local protocols and and stuff. Um, so I- I understand that I understand that you have to refer to your local protocols, but like so I work in the hospital and if I saw a dose, how would I decide whether or not that's a safe dose? Well, you need to ask Well for what you do, it's what the doctor says. What the order doctor says. So so (laughs) in a sense, sense, to explain to Trish, some some we never look that shit up. Somewhat to explain to the person's gonna get two minutes here in a second. Like the research that we did today, just in looking up pain and sedation, 16 different milligrams per kilo doses we found in, in, in a different resources. This is why we can't go. This is the range. You got to look to see what your doctor is comfortable with you giving. Now, I will say post just just a few days ago, December 1st, 2021, the Colorado Department of Public Health published a like ketamine study that's 126 pages long. In that study alone, there's eight different milligram per kilo doses. 
So you That's because it was a meta-analysis, just so you know. Yes, that was a yes, look at yes, multiple studies. Yes. You so, also have to consider things like with the Snakebite Foundation, we did a research study. We, we were in West Africa and treating snake-like pain, with, which is very painful. Nick, Dr. Brandehoff is a, a great toxicologist. We're now running the foundation, um, did a thing presented at Venom Week, but uh, we, we used ketamine for pain control out there in the middle of uh, like Africa, and these people were so naive to like everything, the tiniest doses were like, boom, completely snowed. So again, it depends on the population where you're at will also. Probably the dosing that we use is going to be different than some of the rural places, so that's why it really depends on talking with and being familiar with and comfortable with your trainers and your medical direction, your medical oversight. So your um, dose for like, you know, downtown San Francisco is different than your dose for some nowhere place, Idaho. Could be. Potentially. Yeah. Producer's well, they're in different time zones too. So. Producer's raising his hand here. Go ahead. <laughs> the time zone makes a difference. Well, no, I'm not, not time zone. <laughs> Wood elevation be a factor in dosage. Man, you know, Patricio always once in a while the Mexican leads him and he brings up a good question. Yeah. Uh, could it be? You know, yeah. that's Absolutely. a great question. It, it doesn't What's make, the answer? The, the answer is... Check your local. Check your local. The answer, if there were, there's a couple of uh, EMS docs that I'm on a text chain with. One of them were called ourselves a secret EMS docs. <laughs> but um, our common thing, we talk about different things all the time. And so often we come back to, well, it depends. The answer is it depends. I was going to have it just a T-shirt or our challenge coin for our little yeah. mini group just to say it depends. It, I love it. Because it you depends. Know, you know, and you know what's interesting about that is it does depend. And it depends on the fact of this. Did, did, did that guy arrive to this high elevation today? Yeah, because he... Or, or, he's, or is he acclimated to the high elevation? Well, because not, not not the entire state of Colorado is at, at five thousand two hundred eighty feet. Well, but what I'm saying is, is if you're at higher elevation and you just got there, then you're not acclimated. So mm -hmm. that means that you're going to have a delay onset because diffusion is slower. Well, not only that, like okay, so what if you're acclimated? Well, your whole body responds to physiologically to altitude change um, well, is different. That. So your effect of medications might be different, or indications that medications might be different or the effects might be different. So it's all possibility. Yeah. So a follow-up to that one, because it, I, it, I'm sorry for this, this crazy question, but if, you know, elevation, yeah, it's a good question, elevation a factor, but also temperature of the, of the environment at that point. Uh, I mean, it could be right. So like every, uh, temperature, like the colder things are diffusion is slower. Mm -hmm. yep. The higher you are, if you're just acclimating to that higher altitude. altitude wise. Yes. Yes. Okay. And also you're, if you're, you're vasoconstricted, <laughs> Yes. If you're giving something I am, if I'm not getting much blood supply to the muscles or distally oh, yeah. or yeah. which muscle am I giving it in? And if you're altitude, you know, if you have to see me at altitude, because I'm already breathtaking, but you go, you see me in Denver. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> You'll be out of then I'm really I breathtaking. I, love I do them. love you in red. I know. But it's I, a good color. But you know, uh, I do uh, love pink also. The law there, just so people know, because a lot of times they think we're generous. So we that would be Henry's law. It's a diffusion problem. Okay. So that yeah. So so Henry's law at that altitude, how that 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 uh, that gas mixes with a liquid, right? So it's going to be the, the diffusion is going to be slower. So the the onset of action of the medication potentially and allegedly 
may be slower if you're acclimating. Yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of laws that come into effect, especially with altitude and things like that. Yeah. Henry's law, Boyle's law. We're all familiar in emergency oh. medicine. Murphy's law, right? Yeah. Yes. Amen. And then what about Cole's law? Have you seen that? You know Cole's law, right? What is that, Doc? Cole's law is like shredded cabbage that usually comes with sandwiches at a deli. <laughs> You know, I'm that, uh-huh. I'm that right there. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Taste the soup. Taste the soup. <laughs> Taste the soup. I don't want to taste the soup. What's wrong with the soup? Well, well, all right, let me see the spoon. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Speaking of the aha moment, hey, birthday buddy, what you got before we leave? Um, Don't say or do anything that you don't want to see on the news. Yes. <laughs> it's true. This is aha. <laughs> this is true and i love your hair thanks i, I do too i don't care i what, think it's beautiful i don't care what the waller says he has, Me no, he has no vote anyways he ain't he's here. not here not here he's working Who knows? allegedly that's what he says what you got me mm-hmm. uh assess your situation mm, that part it's really not that difficult is Just it really uh, what is it really is it really difficult yeah it's not no okay no Remember this. We have this recorded. We do. <laughs> we do have it recorded, and I feel like I do assess the situation. Do I you just... really? <laughs> do we have to talk about a blindfold situation that happened to you? I mean, we can. No, we're not going to talk <laughs> oh, about yeah. that. Yes. Anyway, on the air. Moving yes. on, Patricia. Uh, once again, I apologize <laughs> to all of Lake County. <laughs> Every service animal and every service animal owner out there for uh, for today today's events uh, wasn't with malintent. My serious apologies. We love service animals. Uh, yes, and, we do, and, and service animal owners. So we love dogs. Like our, we have a mascot that's a dog, <laughs> and she is amazing. And I brought her but, even before I knew there was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing it over to uh, the doctor. Doc, what you got? Oh, wait, <laughs> can can right we there. have Harley's final thoughts? Oh, I love it. Harley. Yeah, go to Harley first. Is that you, Doc? Uh, That's me as a kiddo, but uh, let's see what Harley thinks first. Look. Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> What does she want to say? Sounds like a rough life. I think Harley just said that if you're hanging lights, don't fall off your wolf. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Grandpa and grandpa. They have the the grandma and grandpa that are hanging lights at 70 and 80 years old. It's back to the doctor. Doc, what you got? Always assess and reassess your situation, and if it's wet and it's not yours, don't touch it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, Pablo walked in, so I want to say, hey, Pablo, Pablo. Hey guys. congratulations on being a male nurse now, officially. Thank you. you know, Christy, it's great to see you. And Christy's here. Hello, Christy. You look great. Welcome here. She's got tall boots on. <laughs> and, uh, you know. She's totally in for terrible ideas. Yes. So, uh, you know, as we as we close this thing, the one thing the one thing that we do have to say is this that I have to say is this is uh, be nice to people. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, do a lot of times doing the the nice thing, the the thing that maybe takes a little bit of thought to do is is what you uh, as what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Thanks, baby. Sorry. Final thoughts. 10 minutes beginning the show next oh. time. So, and then you know, like try to do the right math in your head. And as you're doing that math, thanks. Am I doing the right math for the right drug? Yeah. Am I doing the right drug, the right patient, the right route, the right time? You know, all those rights and all those things that we're supposed to take time and do. And and just figure, do that. And what are it, the six? It's so know. true. You can't make an assumption. No. You make and an assumption, then you make an ass out of you an umption. Yes, sir. You right. can't assume that you're getting it right. I love it. It's true. Well, you're not making an ass out of me, so it's yeah. an assumption. Yeah. But you can't assume that you're, you You have to check and recheck exactly as Carlos is saying. It's so, so true. You have to make sure you're getting it right. Everyone makes mistakes, so the key is to – and it's okay to make a mistake, but you got to catch it. Yep, and that's it, and that's and that's the bottom line of it is that you know. So have somebody check. It I mean, you. You, you, you do the very it's best. Been... You got to catch them all. Yeah, and the breach of professionalism. Wait, how, Pokemon? Yeah, is a breach of professionalism a criminal act? That's where I want to leave it. At. That's where I want to leave it. At. So it's a breach of professionalism, a criminal act. Hey, as we come on next week, have a safe. Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia.